Hey everyone, uh, this is Shabo Raish. Here is a very unique uh, Parisia podcast. I'm uh, not in the studio, obviously, outside. I'm eagerly waiting for the birth of uh, our baby. Uh, my wife is pregnant, baby nine, so please pray for her. Um, we're expecting the child this week, any any day now. Uh, she's overdue, but uh, we are praying for a safe delivery. Um, so please, if I can ask for your prayers for that. But I want to do a special uh, podcast today because... Um, we just finished with a, an amazing tour with Deacon Harold Burke Sivers and and Sonia Corbett, and we've we covered three countries, over six uh, cities. Now it is exhausting because you've got to fundraise every single time. You've got to you, you know you you're fundraising for the airfares, you're fundraising for the stipend for the speaker, you're fundraising for accommodation, you're fundraising for um, the marketing materials for the design work. Um, now at the time when everyone was a volunteer, it, it was one level. And then um, a few years in, uh, we wanted to really establish this a more regular basis. And so, you know, 2011, I remember going to America, um, uh, meeting up with some key partners there, coming back and expanding, I guess, our reach, our our relationships with many of these great evangelists. And um, I I spoke to my headmaster at school and said, I need to pull back a bit and, and focus on Perusia a little bit more. So I had a hybrid sort of um, part-time teaching role and part-time Perusia role. And that allowed me to um, spend a bit more time. So as Perusia was growing, um, the reach, the volume of work, uh, it, it required more of my time. Uh, and so I, I didn't take a salary or anything from that. It was always just mission work. Um, but it got to a point where I needed someone to help me, um, to answer the phone, to, to check emails, to, to, to produce those CDs back then. That was our bread and butter. Um, to then help with assisting at, at those events. And so I hired a casual person um, and and then uh, uh, Annie, I still remember, um, uh, sister of a now priest, a good friend, uh, and she was great. And then she um, uh, moved on to a full-time job uh, elsewhere. I only had casual work, but then I remember hiring uh, Dominic D'Souza, um, Raymond D'Souza's son, and he, he did a, a great job. He was a graphic designer. He was excellent and he was pretty much full-time and we really if you, you see our 2011 2012 branding thanks to Dominic a, a lot of that work was him and and he's gone on uh, he went back to America he moved to Australia for this role and really helped us um, but we had to fundraise again I mean now we had a, a small salary we had to raise and um, again it was done by donations buckets uh, my teaching salary would go into the pot just to keep things going so it was very difficult to sustain this model um, divine providence but it grew and people were being evangelized and, and lives were being touched and um, although not the best business model not the best um, uh, you know most most professional events uh, it was done uh, on a shoestring budget it was done on the goodwill of people and thanks to the people who turned up to these events and donated these events were able to happen and Thanks be to God, you know, I remember by 2013, so about, what was that, uh, between 2009, 2010, 2011, 2012, 2013, five years of events, I remember talking to my wife and saying, we've done quite a lot, 150,000 people evangelized. And I remember thinking, wow, um, we've done enough for the church. <laughs> and and uh, we thought, we're happy with that. Baby five was on the way. And it's funny, I'm, I'm recording this now as I'm expecting baby nine, <laughs> A baby five, we thought, oh, it's getting tight. Um, how are we going to continue this? And uh, and I remember Chris Stefanik. Chris Stefanik was, was there. 
um, he, I opened up to him. Actually, not far from this very spot, I opened up uh, to him, um, and and he he prayed for Peruzian. He, he emailed me once out of the blue and said, "Shabel, uh, your prayer came to me in your name came to me in prayer. I just want you to keep going. I want to encourage you to keep going. Don't stop. The Southern Hemisphere needs you." And I thought it was out of the blue. It was un, unexpected. And I continued the journey. Um, and so then that's when what led to a, a series of signs. Um, and, and, and the sign, that's when I said to the Lord, Lord, um, if, if Scott Hahn agrees to come to Australia because I've been working on him for a while, um, I'll take that as a sign. The very next day, uh, Kevin Bailey calls me. And as you know now, the rest is history. Kevin Bailey uh, is the co-director of Perusia. Um, in 2014, he um, we joined forces, and and I was at a point where Christina and I were going to give up, but thanks to Kevin's input, um, we were able to expand, take that risk. I was able to then eventually go to full time work, and I remember um, at the time it was very difficult um, to go full time because Perusia wasn't covering um, enough for a salary, but. With Kevin's support, uh, we were able to make make that that risk and and make that leap of faith. And the first thing we did was go to the United States. And I remember, um, I said to Kevin, "We need to go and see a lot of these partners." And and he agreed. He he really liked the idea. And at the end, he said, "We need to do this all the way." Um, so he he joined forces, and Perusia became a company, um, not a sole trader, and. Um, we wanted to expand beyond just main, we're heavily involved in Sydney, of course, and, and many of the Eastern Rite churches, but we need to expand this, you know, Melbourne, uh, other cities on a more regular basis. And Kevin was able to help with that. Thanks be to God. Um, since Kevin came on board, um, and, and really, really helped take Perusia to a level, uh, looking back now with 2023, it's been nine years and in nine years we've we've reached 10 times the amount of people we reached up until that point. So thanks to Kevin's input, uh, the, the apostolate's grown. Um, there's now five uh, staff on, on payroll, and we, we cover that by donors. Um, and thank you to all the supporters who've been donating for us. Um, we have monthly donors, people who do one-off donations, people who turn up to events and just donate in the buckets, and, and thank God for them, because if it wasn't for them, uh, we couldn't do this work. So... Uh, a big, a big thank you to everyone who supported Perusia over this time. The model continued. Uh, we continued this style of model, where th this events where we brought speakers, and instead of just doing one or two talks in a conference, we will take them to existing communities, existing churches, and regular events. And so, what was happening over the years, we we're building the relationship with St Michael's Belfield, with Guardian St Chabels, the originals. But then we'd go on and Melkite Church. Now the Chaldean Church has been a really uh, regular uh, host uh, and partner with us. And they've been great. And um, they're in Melbourne, in Sydney, in New Zealand. We worked with them. Uh, many of the um, diocesan churches, um, the Melkite Church, of course, uh, were building relationships. Uh, we just had uh, on this recent tour, the Sudanese community up in Brisbane, and I think we can do more there. The Croatian community, they've been doing great work. Uh, and so what I'm, I'm, I'm identifying is there are communities in our church that are gathering and they're hungry for formation. They're hungry for, for teaching and we need to go to them. And that's where I feel God has called uh, Perusia at this time in the church's history where we, we haven't put on any big flash uh, conferences where 
you know, like your, your Steubenville style conferences or your Seek or um, the, the ones, uh, uh, the big ones in the States or the mega church conferences of 10, 20,000. We haven't done that yet, um, but maybe God will call us to do that one day. But for now, um, we're just living on divine providence. And thanks to um, a combination of sales of books and, and still CDs or digital media, thanks to the one-off donors, thanks to the occasional sponsors, and thanks to the monthly donors, we're able to do this. Now, during the pandemic, we took a big hit uh, financially. We lost a lot of our major sponsors and donors. Um, our staff, we actually got up as high as 10 people on staff. We're half of that now, but the output has been amazing. These five people on staff, thanks to everyone working super hard, um, really punching above their weight. We're reaching um, just as many people as we did with, with double the staff. So thank God it, it's it's not easy. Um, and we hope to build up and we're desperately uh, seeking for for more people. I, I need a full-time events person and um, this is just an invitation to anyone who is able to support, help us get to that goal of, of, of financing someone, a salary for a full-time events person. I personally am getting to a point where the, the activity and the volume of work is so busy, thanks be to God, that I need a PA. And so uh, if, if anyone is out there able to support, um, we need a full-time admin person that's able to um, answer phones, respond to emails, and we need we need these these if we're going to have the apostolate grow and expand and reach more people. Um, we uh, just a reminder back in the pandemic, I remember financially we we really took a big blow and events, physical face to face events stopped, and um, I remember clearly what are we going to do? We had to pivot, and we did an online event. It was the Rosary Pilgrimage, and thanks be to God, we had on on stage what was it thirty uh, presenters. And, and and we in in that one we had Scott Hahn and we had Tim Staples we had Steve Ray we had some of our greats yeah you know, um, Jason Evert and um, Christopher West we had Deacon Harold we had Sonia Corbett and she was very popular with us uh, through that time uh, we had so many great speakers um, Chris Stefanik uh, was with us and um, I just remember the impact and that reached forty thousand people on that event a um, hundred and sixteen countries now that was a virtual event a free event. Again, following the model, the Parisia model there. Um, and we managed to raise, you know, a few thousand dollars in donors. People donated towards that. And thank you to all those people. And some people then um, were able to purchase, I guess, the, the, the reflections and meditations from that tour. And, and it was beautiful, beautiful to see. We now became a global apostolate. Um, up until that point, uh, we did start to expand in the Asia-Pacific region. And thanks to Deacon Harold, we've been to 10 countries and we went to Malaysia, Singapore, Indonesia, uh, the Philippines four times. Singapore was three times. Uh, we've been also in Europe uh, on pilgrimage together, Spain, France, uh, Portugal, uh, and, uh, of course, New Zealand recently. Uh, it was been amazing uh, to, to be traveling. And then most recently, uh, Papua New Guinea as well. Ten countries together, over 20 trips. I think it's 24 trips when I work it out with Deacon Harold, and he's been amazing. And, and I want to talk about now the most recent trip and, and, and tell you some of the stories because it, it really showed us the importance of this work. Because since the pandemic, I noticed something. Um, people, yes, were coming onto the Zoom uh, um, prayer pilgrimages. They were coming on in droves. But then that was because we were locked down. Once things opened up, people were desperate to connect again. And that's when last year, our first event, Ruben Kazada who I think it was very special in our history to have the very guy who planted the seed, the concept of what Perusia could be, 
was him. Uh, he said you should uh, license the CDs. Um, and that was in 2005 when we established that. And thanks to Ruben, we did a, a fundraiser dinner. We had a, a, a good-sized room. I think 400 people came. And um, it was just such a great event. It was about the Christiata Wall. Um, we uh, we launched, um, we had his book for sale, um, For Greater Glory, the movie as well. We had a screening in a cinema. And uh, we also had these shirts made up, um, Viva Cristo Rey with Christ the King, thanks to Mantle and Cloak, and a shout-out to them. We launched that on the night and and have launched multiple designs, and Mantle and Cloak are doing amazing work. And, and in our partnership with them, uh, we have these shirt designs, thanks to them. Uh, again, thousands of people in that event. Uh, and then um, we had Tim Staples and Deacon last year, Deacon Harold, and that was a great, a great uh, event. We had a good conference as well. Um, and then this year, we had um, Joelle Marin. Uh, we had uh, she did wonderful launch the book uh, Master of the Pieces, and what a beautiful story, what a powerful story. And and she would not only share her testimony, but she was bringing you in and and reminding us what how we can also change and how we can you know turn and transform for the better. And she was a great witness for the faith. Um, and we're going on pilgrimage in March next year, so it's a shout out for that. Looking forward to that, and hope you can join us. We're going to Italy in March, and uh, we're going to go through uh, the saints and miracle, uh, Eucharistic miracles. So it's beautiful. So that was Joel Marin in March, and then in May we had Anna Nuzo come, the singer who accompanied Father Chris Ayla, but she came out early, did some beautiful uh, um, performances, hymns, um, retreats, and she was great uh, to be around. Um, Another Italian uh, background, so Joel and, and Anna, Italian background, uh, American Italians, and uh, great, great work. And then Father Chris arrived, Father Chris uh, Ayla, and look, we, again, following the same model, going to a parish, uh, and and what we introduced, and I, I want to share this, we up until this point, we, we started um, to capture emails and started to grow the database by allowing people to register, and the idea of that was it would give you... A reminder email the day um, before the event and a day of the event. It gives you a link on Google Maps to show you how to get to the event. You also join our email list. Uh, it's completely free and you get a weekly email, sometimes two a week. You also uh, stay in touch with us, but you also have the opportunity to pre-donate if you wanted to. And some people who don't bring cash to events were able to donate via credit card. Um, and that was great as well. And, and you see, the first few years of Perusia, we never captured emails. We never grew the database. We didn't do any of that. So these were things we learned along the way. And we've just been learning on the journey. And thank God, um, the journey's been so blessed. And uh, although with the bumps and bruises and the mistakes, and you learn from your mistakes, and there's no such thing as a mistake or a failure unless if you learn from it. And, and you know, been trying new things and been trying to um, uh, reach more communities and We've tried a few paid events in the past, didn't really work. The paid dinners have been great, uh, but the model has been up until this point free events, and we we rely heavily on donors. and uh, And so, I'm inviting anyone who can donate for these events to do more of them and to keep them free. Um, we just need more support in that in that regard. But thousands of people are coming to these events, and lives are being changed. Um, and so now, uh, you know, Father Chris Aylar, he proved that this model can work. Uh, he, he didn't need much advertising. He, he himself, his name advertised himself. We had so many people come out for his event. Um, oh, we were we covered the country. We Thanks to Divine Mercy Australia and uh, John Canavan. Shout out to John Canavan and his team. They did a wonderful job. And this was a big collaborative effort. 
Uh, Perusia looked after Sydney. We had five events in Sydney. And then we assisted a little bit in Melbourne, but uh, mainly uh, Sydney. Uh, and then John really covered, you know, Perth, Adelaide. Uh, we went to um, Hobart, went to Brisbane, went to Solomon Islands, New Zealand. Did a great job from Divine Mercy Australia. And I think we've estimated well over 10,000 people uh, in attendance. Sydney alone had, um, my goodness, we had over 1,000 at, at, at uh, a few of the events. Uh, 1,500 at St. Charbel's, 1,000 at Blacktown. That's 2,500 there. We had 800 or so. Um, we had uh, Rouse Hill as well, 600 plus. Um, and we had our dinner as well, 400 plus. Uh, you know, Sydney alone was 4,500 4, with all the events, um, all the venues. And um, it was just wonderful to see. And people came out and got his books, and, and it was just a donation. And people were generous um, to support the Marin Fathers and it was great. Father Chris uh, really enjoyed himself. He didn't stop. And again, we, we thought it just solidified the model for us. And, and so we said, okay, let's continue. Now, we didn't have much of a run-up because we're so consumed with Father Chris. We only had a five-week run-up uh, to the next event. So already we we're behind the eight ball. And, and I had two and a half weeks to fill. And I had a few venues locked in. Some people were chopping and changing. And, and because I'm working on other people's timetable, it makes it very difficult to sort of... Um, uh, nailed down some dates, but here we go. Uh, we, we we locked in uh, over twenty venues um, across three countries. <laughs> so this was by far, I guess, the biggest tour we've ever done on, on this scale. Um, as far as the volume of talks, we had two speakers, so we had two itineraries to 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 plan out. Lots of moving parts, um, and and we managed to get there. We had a couple of staff sick. Um, we had. Um, so much going on, still catching our breath, but praise God, we pushed through. And, and thanks to the collaborative effort of everyone, Evangelion in New Zealand, thanks to the Catholic professionals and the police um, academy and, and the, the whole chaplaincy there in Papua New Guinea, thanks to, uh, of course, Fabian and Chow and, and everyone there, the, the Bishop's Conference uh, and their support, Papua New Guinea was amazing. Thanks to um, the Oratory in Brisbane and thanks to the Sudanese community up there, Thanks to Kerry Brennan, good friend of mine, and 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 those in Toowoomba who helped out. Um, Jane and 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 others uh, did amazing in Toowoomba. Uh, thanks to uh, Jackie Harsh and the Harsh family, Archbishop uh, Porteous, and that retreat center down there in Launceston, Tasmania. Uh, thanks to those in Melbourne, uh, the Chaldean community, God and Beer, that group uh, with John Smythe and the Knights of the Southern Cross. Thanks to Mill Park, uh, St Francis Church, um, and that great team there. Um, just thanks to everyone who really made it happen. Uh, Sydney, of course, we, we even reached new venues, uh, new parishes, um, and and it was just wonderful. It all made it uh, possible. So let me let me just go through uh, some highlights of, of this most recent tour, um, and thanks again to Sonia and Deacon. Sonia, it's Corbett's first time. Sonia, by the way, happens to be um, a part Italian, so we've had three women this year, all part Italian and American, so... How about that? Now, she's from the South, so she has a different accent <laughs> to the rest of America, but the South, uh, Southern twang, as they say, and she was wonderful. Um, so she arrived in Sydney on, on Friday, uh, the 7th of July, while Deacon Harold was over in Auckland. So so the two of them come down this way. Deacon arrives in Auckland and Sonia Corbett in Sydney. Now, I didn't go to Auckland with Deacon, so I could be with Sonia her first time in Australia, so I uh, picked her up from the airport and um, and then she rested on the Friday, but then um, on the Saturday night, she, she gave her first public talk, St. Luke's um, Parish in Reevesby. 
we had about uh, 55, 60 people uh, show up. Um, so, look, it was great. It was it was an improvement. More showed up than Joelle. Joelle spoke in March, and that was the first event of its kind. So she really helped launch this parish. And then Sonia has built on that. And so, you know, it, the, the amount of people that turned up grew a little bit more. Not huge numbers as we've seen in other venues, but that's okay. This is a, a parish that's first to this, new to it. And this is what it's about. It's empowering this community. And this community, the parish priest, was so um, excited and uh, and he's so supportive. And, and so he wants to build again. I'll be speaking there myself uh, next month and we hope to be there regularly and hopefully build those numbers and build the people turning up. And then as they get used to it and the marketing and, and the promotions and the, and the parishioners coming and getting used to having guest speakers, that will build. And that's the idea of this. Um, and so that was Saturday night. It was great. We filmed that, um, that talk. Um, and, and that is going to be released on our YouTube channel. So I hope you've subscribed to our YouTube channel. We're releasing multiple videos every week, I think four or five now, and uh, you're getting short clips, you're getting the podcast, you're getting uh, talks. We're going to be ramping that up, and uh, I hope you subscribe and, and click the notification bell so you can be up to date with all that free content, 100% free. Again, trying to evangelize and form and teach people for free if we can. My dream is, you know, I wish I could do the books for free. And, and we do have a policy. If you can't afford a book, ask us and we'll give it to you for free. But uh, those who can afford, please, uh, your your contribution helps support the ministry. But this is how this apostle has been growing organically um, on divine providence. So the next venue was a Sunday. We went to um, St. Patrick's um, Blacktown, a beautiful um, community there. And we've had multiple events there. And uh, it was wonderful, and, and, and Sonia spoke so well. Uh, and this was the parish now, um, so Our Lady, Queen of the Family. This was St. Patrick's and St. Michael's combined in Blacktown, an area in Western Sydney. And a good number of people, almost 100 there, uh, if not more. Um, and that was a fantastic talk with great questions um, and great enthusiasm. That was a Sunday morning, directly after Sunday morning Mass. And we'll be back there, and we want to build there. Um, we went to then uh, Sunday night at the Chaldean Church, St. Thomas Chaldean Church. And, um, you know, again, we built a good, a good healthy number of people um, were there, young people. And they, they gather every Sunday. So we, it, was, it was important for us to then work in collaborative uh, collaboration with them. Um, and so Sonia did three talks in that opening weekend. Um, and they were great. And we released that talk at the Chaldean Church, by the way. It's on our YouTube channel now. She then had three days of filming, um, and so we refilmed um, um, the, the Bible study fulfilled, and she did that in our studios over at Marymount uh, Mercy Center, Castle Hill. So she didn't have any public uh, events in the three days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and we designed it this way because then I left on the Monday morning to Papua New Guinea to join with Deacon Harold. So Deacon leaves Auckland Monday morning, I leave Sydney, and we unite in Brisbane as a connecting flight to then land in Port Moresby together. And um, wow, what a welcome we had. Now, before I talk about Papua New Guinea, let me just quickly talk about New Zealand. While Sonia was giving talks in Sydney, Deacon was busy over in Auckland, New Zealand, thanks to Dominic from Evangelion, uh, over seven events, or seven, seven, eight events. And he had he had men's breakfast, he had men's groups, he had parish groups, parish talks. Um, he really set a fire over there. And it was the first time they had Deacon Harold and, and and it was his first talk, his first tour there, and it was just very well received. Uh, 
good number of people turned up um, and I think collectively over a thousand people if you add up all the, those in attendance um, across the three days they had Friday Saturday Sunday talks uh, morning uh, afternoon evening and he was busy and, and and this is what happened Deacon in, in typical Deacon Harold style has set a fire in people's hearts and they want more they want him back and so they're planning now in a year and a half time to go back again and uh, please pray for that. So New Zealand, here we come. We're going to do more with you in Auckland, Christchurch, um, Hamilton. We're going to do a lot more with New Zealand. So, um, And this is how it works. It's just building on uh, these established uh, parishes and, and youth groups, adult formation groups. And, and how can we work together in making this happen? This has been um, the way it's worked all the time uh, in collaboration with existing uh, groups. And thank God... Um, it's a formula that I've enjoyed and will continue on, um, but we may be exploring other types and styles of events in the future, but please pray for that. Uh, with your support, we can do more more things, but up until now, this collaborative effort will continue. Um, so Papua New Guinea, let me spend a bit of time here and then, uh, and then Australia. Papua New Guinea was such a special time. Um, Deacon Harold shared his experience from his perspective on Pints with Aquinas, Matt Frad. So I encourage you to check that out. Um, and, and he spent a good amount of time on that. I want to share my perspective. So I, I knew that we were going to have a welcome, but I didn't know what, <laughs> what uh, the welcome was going to entail. I thought it was just the, the, the committee. But as we came off the airplane, we land in, in Port Moresby. Uh, this, this woman uh, from the airport security took our bags and said, I'll take them for you and, and then asked for our passports. Okay. And we haven't even gotten off the... Uh, you know, out of the plane, barely got out of the plane. Um, and and then we see in a distance some cameras and, and look at, okay, people taking photos. Um, and and then we were escorted sort of to this private VIP room and they said, look, someone else will get your bags. You come this way. We went in this room. There was um, all these dignitaries there. I got to see, you know, look, um, there was uh, priests, uh, bishops. Um, uh, there was... Uh, Apparently, some some of the politicians, their wives, their families, uh, were expecting the prime minister. He couldn't make it, but I think his wife came. Um, uh, there was uh, all these sorts of people. It was amazing, and uh, we felt so welcome. We had a, a small drink. It was a welcome committee. We were there for about fifteen minutes, uh, and we're still just stunned. Wow, this is special. And then they said, "Okay, let's go." There's another welcome, and we went outside in this open area in the airport, and over almost two hundred people dressed in traditional um, uh, traditional outfits and they were singing and, and clapping and uh, it was just an amazing experience and I thought, wow, what is this? Um, and then they, they, they put on um, you know this necklace for both uh, uh, Deacon and I, a hat, and then we, we held hands and w went around um, in this traditional dance and they were just welcoming us. They were so moved and it was just so moving. Um, at the end of that, uh, we then uh, went into a van, and then that van was in a six-car motorcade, and uh, we had police <laughs> at the front um, blocking traffic, and, and we had this, right, it was just presidential uh, welcome. We've never had anything like it. Deacon Howard broke down in tears, um, and we were just amazed. What was this? I didn't expect it to be that grand. Um, then we went straight into the bishops' conference, and uh, bishops were there, a room full. It was like a press conference there. We had... Um, some of the, the networks um, there uh, for Papua New Guinea. And um, 
and we had microphones set up and and so then they had speeches and deacon was asked to speak i spoke i shared a few words and i i basically just said if this is how you welcome people um you are really spreading the gospel how 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 appreciative how appreciated we felt um and uh how amazing it was and to see you know how they were so hospitable this is the, the christian way and it's inspired me to to be a bit more um i guess uh caring and a bit more attentive to our guests and and making sure that we make them feel welcome and and, and how they made us feel welcome was just beautiful we felt like family right away um we had bodyguards we had security we had all sorts of people but they were just amazed to see us and what a blessing it was the first day of talks so on the tuesday um Deacon spoke to 400 um, uh, religious, uh, and he spoke to priests, religious seminarians. Then on the second day, he spoke to over 2,000 youth at a youth rally and gave a couple of talks there. On the third day, it was open to families and the, and the public and over 4,000, 4,500 people. Um, the cardinal came uh, at the end as a final closing mass and, and, and deacons preached at that, at that mass. It was so moving and they gave us a final uh, farewell ceremony. Thursday night, and um, it was just so special to, to, to be able to be there. And they want us back next year, and they want us to, to bring other speakers as well, so we're going to do that. So I officially announced on the next day as we were leaving, we had a final press conference with the Catholic professionals and the police chaplaincy and uh, on Radio Maria, Papua New Guinea, and uh, on all the great uh, platforms there. Um, we, we, we announced that we're going to partner, formalize it, and say we'll come regularly and include Papua New Guinea where we can, um, when we do have guests from America, and try add on Papua New Guinea as a regular feature, at least uh, once a year. Um, so we're going to be going there once a year. So that's a commitment we're going to try and make and, um, and reach other regions of Papua New Guinea. So get ready, PNG. We're going to come and, and, and be there more often. Thank you so much for making us feel welcome. Thank you to everyone, Esther, um, Fabian. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the list, everyone was there. It was just beautiful. Um, but then from Papua New Guinea, we went to reunite with uh, Sonia back in Australia. So this is now Friday. Sonia, in the meantime, has finished a three-day uh, filming session on Fulfilled. On the Thursday, she's travelled over to Toowoomba, Queensland, and she's given three talks. Um, so she's given an evening talk on Thursday, and then on the Friday, she's given three talks at the cathedral there in Toowoomba. Uh, and so the Friday night reunites with Deacon Harold, and we unite with Sonia and, and give the first um combined talk so this is now a week into the tour third country um, so many events have happened already and we're only halfway and uh, that was a great event we had uh, well over 60 people there and um for toowoomba country town they were very happy with um how that went and they want they want to see more um up there so we're going to be sending speakers there and hopefully building toowoomba up um but that was great the ignite bible study read the bible like never before and what a combination deacon and sonia uh, are um, then on the Saturday morning, uh, Sonia went off to Launceston to give a, a two day retreat. Um, this was with the Harsh family. Thank you to everyone there. Jackie did amazing and everyone there. And it was a full retreat. Uh, they had, they were very happy with the numbers that they got. Um, people, some stayed overnight, some were visiting for the day. And, and so then Sonia gave a series of talks on the Saturday evening, on the Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon. Uh, and then she visited some, uh, religious um, orders there and it was very well received now while sonia was doing that deacon was giving a talk to the sudanese community in brisbane uh, uh taragindi is the area in brisbane 
Uh, we had uh, a good number show up there. Sun- this was Saturday morning. And then we, that was with Father Steve from the Sudanese community. We're going to be back. He wants to do more there. So we're looking forward to, to helping over there. We then caught a plane to Melbourne. And straight off the airplane, Deacon gave a talk to the Chaldean church in in, uh, in Melbourne. Straight, very close to the airport there, luckily. Um, and we spoke to over 400 young people. Um, we're talking teenagers, uh, college-age students, and they were on fire. They loved it. And it was, it was talk staying awake in a woke world, and it was very popular, very well received, on fire. And I'm just excited about the, the partnership Parisia has had with, with the Chaldean community. Thank you to Father Mahir. Thank you to the bishop. Thank you to everyone there because you guys are on fire, and we're going to do a lot more with you um, uh, in, in, the, in the years to come. On the Sunday, we had a, a morning talk. Uh, so, so while um, Sonia was over in Tasmania doing the retreat, Deacon is now from Brisbane, moved to, uh, flown to Melbourne. He's already given a talk on the Saturday night. He's now giving a couple of talks on the Sunday. He gives a talk at um, uh, North Clyde Parish. It's the first time Perusia's done an event there. Again, a full church, uh, you know, I don't know, uh, four or five hundred people. Um, very well received, and he spoke on uh, how to be contagiously Catholic. They loved it. Uh, they want him back. They want more talks back. And people, you could tell they were hungry. They were buying books. They were buying uh, our USBs, which have been very popular. And I'd like to highlight that. Um, Deacon has three USBs he's produced, one of all of his talks. So because the CDs have been dying off, you can buy all of his, his CDs on one USB. And so there's 22 talks currently. That's It's going to grow to 24 very soon. And you can get all that for $79. Um, and that's it's basically less than half price. If you were to buy the physical CD, um, you, you're paying less than half price for them and it's on a USB and you've got the file, you can play it in the car, on the laptop and your smartphone. We also got then another USB on the Mass, um, a documentary on the Mass that he'd done, a uh, six-part series, um, over three hours of teaching. There's also a, an audio uh, talk on there with the youth group uh, on the Mass, very powerful talk. There's also um, a PDF with all the uh, scriptural quotes from the Bible on where the parts of the mass come from in the Bible. So it's a very powerful one. That was seventy nine ninety nine. I think we're reducing that coming moving forward, but that was very popular. And those in Melbourne, take advantage. I hope you're enjoying that. And the third USB was um, the Ignite Bible study. So that's with Sonia Corbett, 13-part series, um, and that is on there as well. And that's about $60 as well, and that's uh, on a USB. So these USBs have been very popular, and we're looking at packaging others because what we can do is add a lot more content on there for you. Um, and at a fraction of the cost. And, and so for $50, $60, $70, depending on, on what's on there, uh, you can get you know 200 plus dollars worth of value on, a, on that. So that's what we're trying to present um, in these USB um, packages. So look out for more of them on our website, and we're going to be releasing more of these as, as time goes on. Deacon then spoke uh, in the evening at St. Francis of Assisi Church in Mill Park, Melbourne, a northern, one of the northern suburbs. A young crowd, another couple of hundred people there, and it was beautiful. Uh, they, were, they loved it. Um, thank you to that team. That youth group is on fire. You guys are doing amazing, and we'll be back there as well. So this is what happens. It organically grows. The doors open. Whatever doors open, our Lord is saying go, and we go wherever people are inviting us, where we can work in collaboration with these communities, and, and that's what we do and organically do. So we can't always go to the same people every time, and we can't always have the same exact tour every time, but we have different 
uh, parishes every single time, sometimes different cities. And, um, and so we try to rotate that. And I, I think uh, as well over 50 different communities over the years we've, we've, we've um, collaborated with in this format. And, you know, we can only sort of fit 10 to 20, depending on how many talks we can spare, but uh, 10 to 20 uh, in any given tour, we can reach uh, communities. Um, and then hopefully the wider audience and public are coming to these, taking advantage of them. So bring a friend, bring someone who's fallen away. That's the idea of this. And, and, and let them be transformed as I was and as my wife was and as um, it blossomed into a marriage and now nine children. Um, you know, you never know what comes of these priests that I know of, at least half a dozen who have come to these events over the years and been formed by these great teachers. Um, nuns, I know at least, again, of a handful of nuns that have come and discern their vocation and, and, and they would pinpoint this moment in their life. So I'm sorry, I'm speaking like a, th a hundred mile an hour here, but there's so much to share and there's so much I can't stress enough of how powerful these events are. The feedback's been overwhelming. Um, we, we, we finished the Melbourne trip, by the way. Uh, Deacon did a, uh, an interview with a Melbourne Catholic, and that, that's been released now. It's a great article you can read on their website, the Archdiocese of Melbourne website. We shared it on our Facebook page. Um, and then at night, God and Beer, um, Deacon spoke at a packed pub, their record crowd. Again, this is a monthly group with the Knights of the Southern Cross, and this is what Perusia does. We tap into and work with established groups to bring a, a guest speaker to try, encourage them to keep going. So they'll, they'll continue month to month with a local speaker, and then throughout the year, where we can, we bring in an international. And what's funny about God and Beer, uh, Kevin Bailey was the um, the May speaker. I was the Jul June speaker. A deacon was a July speaker. So three Perusia speakers uh, back to back, and it's been wonderful. Just really building that partnership there with God and Beer and, and John Smythe and, and the team there doing great work uh, at the Notting Hill Hotel. Those in Melbourne, that's the Notting Hill Hotel. Um, we then uh, reunited with Sonia now. On the Monday, Sonia flew from Launceston, Tasmania to Sydney. She spoke at St. John the Beloved Mount Druid, another healthy uh, group there. They were very happy with how that went. Um, and they, they have Cornerstone that, that meet once every month or two months, uh, a young adults group and doing great work. Encourage you to go there. Tuesday, Deacon and I arrive in Sydney. We had a, a breakfast meeting with uh, the Archbishop, Archbishop Comensoli. went very well. He wants to see more of these type of events happen as he's getting feedback himself and many other bishops. And this is our plea to bishops to really encourage this sort of thing. Allow speakers to come to your, to your, your diocese. Allow them to set the, the hearts on fire for the Lord. A guest speaker does multiple things for your, for your parishioners. They, they let them know they're not alone in this, in this whole world where we really are seeking connection um, the speakers remind us that where they come from, that we're part of a universal church, and this universal church is, the, is, is exactly that, a, a, a worldwide family. And so the guest speaker really inspires your group. And, and so it's, a, it's an invitation for all of you, bishops, priests, don't be afraid, be not afraid, get to these powerful speakers to your communities because they're going to inspire them. Now, they only come for a few days and then they go. Um, but what they leave behind is crucial. You want to make sure you have something that follows up on that and builds on that momentum. And that's the idea of these events. So I encourage that. And, and please reach out to me. Uh, contact us on our website, perusiamedia.com. 
reach out and, and email us and I'm happy to walk through how the model works. Um, we try to work in with whatever budget works. So if you can contribute, make a donation uh, towards it, sometimes from the parish, if it's a few hundred dollars, if it's a thousand dollars, whatever you can afford, um, depending. And and I'll explain a bit later how, how I break down the costings because I think it's a model that does work. I think it is the key to doing more of it if we can get enough people supporting it. Um, but I'll get to that as we close here soon. But just finishing off the tour, Sonia and Deacon back in Sydney, not speaking together yet. Deacon was giving a talk to a men's group with the Archdiocese of Sydney, the leaders, the men's leaders. That went very well. Great job, Ivica Kovac and uh, and the team, thanks to the Evangelization Centre and the men's uh, ministry there, doing great work. Um, Sonia gave a talk over at St. Joseph's Croydon, another group we've been really working closely with, and they've been giving monthly talks, the, the, the Catholic Adult Faith Formation Group. I've given talks there. We've got some guest speakers there. Joel spoke there early in the year, and we want to continue working with them. Um, then on the Wednesday, uh, we had a women's retreat, and Sonia gives a, a powerful day, retreat day. Uh, we had a packed room. It was a, We couldn't fit any more women um, in this group. Um, and very happy how that worked out. Uh, women were, were very appreciative of it. Um, and, and these type of events have been very successful for us because it's an opportunity for women to have um, a little break in, the, in their day, in their busy days. It's after school pickup, typically. So they start around 9.30 and they finish by 2.30. So they get in time for school. Um, so school drop-off, school pickup. So um, the start and end of school. So they're designed to fit within a school day because uh, many of these women are still uh, busy with their children and taking them to school and, and, and bringing them back from school. So we wanted to fit it in there. And we've done probably a dozen of these type of events and they've been very well received. So we're going to do more of them as long as we can. Uh, we're going to do more. So look out for them. And thank you to the women who turned up. Um, and thank you for your feedback. Many people have had their lives touched. Some women were describing that uh, they've had, they've held in a lot of, um, uh, I guess, pain and suffering and buried a lot of things, and Sonia helped sort of resurface that and deal with it and move on. Um, Sonia was very good in her approach in how to deal with anger, how to deal with um, pain, abuse, suffering. Uh, Sonia had a very good approach, and all with scripture soaked in. So thank you to Sonia for your unique approach, but your powerful and um, very uh, practical tips on, on, on how to overcome um our inner inner child wound and, and our father wound. So thank you very much, Sonia. Um, but she never stopped. She continued. We did a podcast. That's now on our podcast channel. You can watch that on our YouTube channel or podcast platforms. That was alongside Deacon Harold. And there was one one-on-one -on -one with Sonia as well is there as well. So I got two podcasts there with Sonia. Um, and then uh, we went to Guardians where it all started or sort of where I met my wife at Guardians. Um, um, I had a good group there. We, we had Deacon and Sonia speak. Um, they shared the Ignite Bible study. Um, and again, very well received. Um, did a lot of book signings and, and a lot of great questions. And people started to follow across the Sydney venues. Um, uh, a handful of people were coming up to me saying, look, I, I can't get enough of this. Thank you very much for organizing this. And it was just overwhelming, the feedback. And that's what encourages me to keep going and, and tells me this is blessed by God, that that no matter, you know, how difficult it is for my perspective and the speaker, the, the, the late nights, early mornings, you're doing lots of driving, lots of travel, as a lot of setup, pack up, we move on to the next thing. It, look, it's, it's very exhausting, but you're reaching 
people and you're reaching people on their home turf. You're reaching people with what they call home in their, in their home parish. You're reaching people um, there, w- w- what they're familiar with. And, um, and that's why I would go all over the, diff- all over the place. Um, so, yeah, it's a lot of work, but I think it's worth it in, based on the impact it's having. These tours can be exhausting. These tours can be draining on us, but it's always worth it. It's always been worth it. Um, and it's just such a blessing. And thanks to everyone who's, who's shown up and shown the support. Those people who've turned up uh, time and time again. Those people who've signed up to email lists, getting in touch, being hungry, t- buying books, buying uh, resources, deepening their faith. That's what it's about, being inspired, creating that spark, taking resources with you, and continuing that faith journey. It's about that. So keep going. Keep going. Don't stop. And we're going to keep going on our end. Um, just to finish off this tour, we had a Thursday night where Sonia gave um, a catechetical talk on the Holy Spirit at Our Lady of Lebanon. They had a, they have a 20-week course on the Catholic faith, and um, about 150 people, uh, with many of them doing it as an RCIA program. So there are non-Catholics in this group wanting to be Catholic. And so Sonia spoke to them. That went really well. While she was there, Deacon Harold uh, gave two two talks. <laughs> he he actually. He had um, talks at, at Santa Sophia School in the day on the mass, 1,300 students. It was amazing. He was like a rock star that came up flooding him um, and just mobbed him. <laughs> they loved it. They couldn't get enough, and the teachers were amazed. And, and, oh, they've never had a reaction like this to any guest speaker. So it shows you the impact Deacon has. He's a real powerful speaker, even for for teenagers. So any high school wants Deacon Harold, please let us know because he is transforming lives of these teenagers. Um it was wonderful to see uh, a young adult in this tour who was a teenager when Deacon came in previous tours and she said how much of an impact that talk had. And so years later to share that testimony just really uh, galvanized and re- really affirmed uh, that these, these talks are working and, and it's worth doing. Deacon was, uh, was being reinforced again and again. So he gave two talks there at Santa Sofia, over 1,300 students, and then he gave a... Um, a book launch with with uh, George Manasseh. George Manasseh has released a brand new book. This is uh, The Art of Practical Catholicism, Part 2. The Catholic Toolbox um, put this together. It's 40 questions on the faith, and he gives three practical tips every, in every chapter. So 40 chapters, 40 topics. He's done Volume 1 and now Volume 2, so that's a total of 80 questions answered. So well done to George Manasseh. Um, you know... It, he reminds me of myself years ago when I started Perusia and and, um, and how I would keep going and going. And, and I just I love seeing that what George has done in, in, in previous years and now he's really um, building on that. And as a young evangelist and teacher, he's got multiple platforms and doing wonderful work with uh, the Catholic Toolbox. And so well done, George. And that's now launched and available online. We then went off to St. Raymond's uh, in Auburn, uh, Maronite Church and another beautiful vibrant community they are on fire over there they are keen to do more and we're going to do more with you uh, saint raymond so thank you uh deacon harold gave a powerful talk of course um uh, this one's on the beatitudes and he answered some questions and we had um some refreshments after it was beautiful to see the priest and, and the community there well if, you, if you're not exhausted yet i've still got the weekend to go the final weekend so friday night is the um the the sort of the key event if you like uh, the conference, the Ignite Bible Conference. And this time it was eight sessions, four from Sonia, four from Deacon, eight sessions on the Bible. We've recorded all this. We're going to make it available uh, for you um, 
on YouTube. So look out for that. But thanks to Father Benton. We did a Friday night um, session. After 6 o'clock Mass, we had a Friday night um, session. Then we came back on Saturday. Now, uh, numbers were not huge. Many, I understand, went to World Youth Day. So that's why numbers were low. As well as um, just um, so much on and um, being a Saturday, the Saturday sport to contend with and a bunch of others. But uh, the people who were there, God sent there, you know, over um, 60, 60 or so showed up. And those people were there and they learned and they loved that intimacy with the speakers. And sometimes God allows this, I think, uh, um, for other types of blessings. And so people were raving on how they were able to ask and approach the speakers. And it was a beautiful time. We had food available, um, thanks to Diane and, and making that happen and her help. Um, and we had all the books there and, um, it was just a wonderful weekend, uh, Friday night, Saturday. It's always nice getting back to St. Michael's Belfield, where it all started for me personally. Uh, Lumen Verum Apologetics collaborated with us. Um, and again, we filmed all that and, uh, and that'll be available for you for free, uh, very soon. Finally, the Sunday. And so then Sunday, just when you think we're all exhausted and done, we've got three more events. So we had a men's breakfast and I hope that will be released as you're watching this, um, that was a powerful talk. The Croatian men's uh, community put that on. It was a men's breakfast. Uh, over 100 men were there. It was a, it was a solid turnout, um, young and old, and they were they were just amazing. And we're going to do more with them. So thanks to everyone organizing that. Zoran and, and the rest of the community there, the Knights, um, uh, well done, great community. We then rushed off to um, Marubra. So the Holy Family Parish in Marubra with Janice and her team. And again, over 100 people there. It was great. And um, uh, it was a Sunday morning talk. We had Sonia and Deacon there. Um, uh, wonderful, wonderful work. They gave the Ignite Bible study, read the Bible like never before. And, you know, it was really great. We had lunch uh, and just a great time. And the finale, uh, we had the final event of the tour. And we finally come to the end. Our Lady of Lebanon, there was Mass celebrated at 7 p.m. Um, with the Bishop, Maronite Bishop, uh, Antoine Tarabay. And uh, he was the main celebrant, of course. And then Deacon Harold said a few words after to invite people to come. Um, and then we had a full room, hundreds of people. I don't, uh, three, four, five hundred. I don't know what the number was, but it was a full room. Um, and just like numbers back there, we, we it's been years since doing events there. And it was wonderful to be back at Our Lady of Lebanon. Uh, and we'll be back on a more regular basis as well. But, but Deacon and Sonia spoke powerfully, uh, answered questions, signed books, and it was a great way to finish the tour with a good size uh, audience, um, really bringing up the total with, with the seven, six and a half, seven thousand in Papua New Guinea, um, and, you know, the thousand or so in New Zealand. And there was, there was you know, two or three, maybe more uh, thousand in Australia, if you add up all the cities. It was just beautiful to see, you know, over 10,000 people um, across two and a half weeks evangelized, um, revitalized, um, and with their faith, just just encouraged and motivated, and hopefully they'll take advantage of this. So thank you again, Sonia Corbett. Thank you, Deacon Howard. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's an unusual type of podcast, but here's what I want to ask you. We've been trying to do this on a shoestring budget. We've been trying to do this with pass pockets and we want to keep that way. We want to keep events for free. Can you help us? Can you help Perugia do this on this mission? Consider donating monthly. Consider becoming $10, $20, $30 a month, a dollar a day. Um, and, and, you know, we, we want to 
we want to do this in your city. We want to do this in your parish. We want to go to as many places as possible and keep this regularly. Where in between the big events, imagine this, we have an international event and we do that sort of every quarter. You know, three months is an ideal sort of um, pace for us. Four, five talks a year from an international uh, tour. But in between those, we want to have more smaller events with, with um, the local speakers. I've been sharing my testimony. I've been doing Bible studies myself. Do a Bible study. Get testimonies. Get some local speakers. We now have a speakers bureau. Just imagine this. Help, we'll help book and introduce you with the speakers. Get them to your parish. It doesn't matter if it's a small group. You know, 10, 20. Remember, Jesus started with 12. From there, evangelized the world. So I don't care how big the group is. God will send whoever needs to be there. If it's 12 people... Let's do it. Get them there and start building. We'll work with your budget. So here's how it works. Here's how the model works financially for those who want to host a speaker. Um, so typically, we've got to raise ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 of airfares, food, accommodation, uh, a stipend for the speaker, marketing, all that. So there's a lot of money. Um, it's a big risk, but here's how God has come through. We then, we slice that up by events. So say we did, um, uh, let's say, 10 events uh, let's use, for, for, for argument's sake, uh, um, if it's if it's a $20,000, on average $20,000 tour, 10 events, that's about $2,000 an event we have to raise. How do we do that? So we ask the, the, the parish, if you can contribute, you know, we, we ask, can you support with a $1,000 donation? If not, to get halfway and the rest with the buckets. If we can't, then can you do something? Sometimes a parish puts in $200 or $300. And that would be from the parish. And then we pass buckets on the day and we might get another four or $500, um, sometimes a little bit more, but that goes into the, the mix. Um, if it's a good turnout, sometimes that, that will generate a bit more, but a few hundred dollars is generated from donations. And then the rest is from sales. And, and we fall short many times, but thanks to our monthly donors, we're able to take that that risk. And, and we, we have... Um, uh, Many of you who have contributed $10 or $20 a month, that helps soften the blow, so to speak, and help us to keep this going and take that risk. So if you're considering help, if you would like to donate specifically for events, let us know. Uh, if you are a, a business um, and you want to get a tax uh, write-off, an expense, marketing expense, sponsorship, consider sponsoring us. Um, some have done $1,000 a month. Uh, it's two or three. Um, we've had more, but they've had to drop off during COVID. But if we had more, we could take on more, and, and that helps towards these twenty, thirty thousand $30,000 types of events. So we've got to raise this type of money um, because of the cost. Uh, it's the increase of, of, of airfares, increase of um, living expenses, just, just feeding uh, someone for two weeks. Um, and, and many people have contributed to that. So thank you to all those who help, who donate. Um, this, this, this happens. So we slice the cost and try evenly distribute it as best as possible with those um, co-hosting. So the co-hosts, the parishes, they are contributing. And so a little bit from everyone will, will build up to the cost. In addition to that, our ongoing support, um, sponsors, monthly sponsors, so businesses, agencies, anyone who can do that, please, we can give you a, a tax uh, invoice for your sponsorship if you are a business. Individuals, if you can contribute, you know, save a coffee, uh, um, cost, you know, a few dollars a day, a uh, dollar a day, whatever it is, if you can contribute, please consider because that goes a long way. Believe me, we can put out a lot more free content. We can put out 
we can produce new content, new courses that we can make available. The Perusi Academy is still bubbling away and building nicely. Uh, we've got books that we're publishing, we're printing. We've got the website. We really want to make, make sure it's world-class. It's easy to navigate. It's easy to find things. We want to make sure that we've got the tools for you to help evangelize your friends, your family, and get out there. So please help us if you can. Pray about it. Pray and, and contribute. We really are seeking for help. Um, we can't do this without you. It's divine providence. I think of Mother Angelica from EWTN who built an, uh, this media empire from nothing. She had $200 in her name and has reached now hundreds of millions of people around the world. And the 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 it's interesting, as we're leading, in, we are in August. It was in August of 1981 and Mother Angelica went to the air live in August. And it was in that same year, in that same month, uh, within 10 days of that, I was born and I remember, I take it personally, Mother Angelica has inspired me. Um, and so I really want to keep this legacy, this idea of relying on divine providence. And part of that is you. <laughs> you are part of it. If you, if God is touching you in a way that you can help, please consider uh, donating. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your support. Thank you for just being there for us. Um, we don't. We want to build this. We want to keep going. We want to expand. We are planning an American tour. USA, here we come, our first ever Perusia USA tour. We're calling it Awake Not Work Tour. It's Deacon Harold emceeing, myself, Kevin Bailey, and Robert Haddad going to America, going to six cities, Orange County, San Diego, Phoenix, Arizona, St. Louis, Kansas City, and Dallas. Get ready. We are coming. Um, and the idea is uh, the Perusia way. We're coming to your parish, free event, open to all, bring people in. And, and let's make it happen. So please pray for the success of that. Pray for the ongoing work of Perusia. Pray for my wife right now is <laughs> about to give birth. And um, you're in my prayers, personal prayers, but in the team. On behalf of everyone at Perusia, Kevin Bailey and the team at Perusia, uh, we want to thank you for your support. Uh, we're praying for you. God bless you. That's another Perusia podcast. I'm Shabal Until next time, God bless. <laughs>